the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. And we continue with a bunch of local news. We don't deal with a lot of local news sometimes, but um, when it's appropriate, obviously we do. Hey, welcome to Bobberty Live. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me. My telephone number is 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. Is it possible that common sense is making a comeback in some of our public schools? Well, I think it's possible. Here's the headline. New Albany schools to drop mask requirements for pre-K through 6th grade students. Wow. Yeah, a little common sense. The school's Board of Education voted to drop the mandate, and masks will be optional once classes resume on January 4th. Here's the story. Pre-K through 6th grade students at New Albany schools will not have to wear masks anymore once they return from winter break in January. The school's Board of Education voted to drop the mandate, and masks will be optional once classes resume on January 4th. Well, good for New Albany public schools. But that's not all. Hilliard schools. No, 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 no. Pardon me. Pickerington. Pickerington Local School District also made the decision to drop the mask requirement for kindergarten through sixth grade students once kids return from winter break on January 4th. Uh, No, Hilliard is continuing a uh, mask mandate. But uh, here locally, New Albany and Pickerington Local Schools, uh, there is no real evidence that masks help children. And there's no real evidence that it's needed. Can children get COVID? Yes. Do they get it seriously? Rarely, 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 rarely. In fact, we'll do this, we'll do this live. Who knows what will happen I'm pulling up the Ohio Department of Health COVID-19 dashboard. Uh, Okay, I've got it up. Ooh, current trends. Yeah, that's bad. We have a big, big surge. But let me look at mortality. I'm doing this live as we speak. These are the latest figures on mortality by age. Okay? Since the pandemic began... And that's been almost two years now. Since the pandemic began, I am looking right now as we speak at the Ohio Department of Health dashboard 
under mortality, zero to 19 deaths, zero percent, zero, zero to 19, zero percent deaths, Uh, 17 total have died since this began from 19 years old and younger. 17 have died. If you look deeper into that, almost, almost all of those had other existing conditions. Asthma, uh, some comorbidity. They had kidney problems. and The overwhelming majority of them. Children 19 age and younger, almost None. It's zero percent. There's not even enough to register as one percent. Now, let's jump to 20 to 29. Again, I've got it pulled up. Uh, Ohio Department of Health dashboard, COVID-19. 20 to 29. Since the pandemic began, 20 to 29, zero percent. Total, 64, age 20 to 29. Um, Then uh, age 30 to 39, 1%. So if we go up to 39 years old, of all of the people who have died, 1%. But for children... Zero. That doesn't mean they're zero died. The official count is 17. And we're masking children? And some school districts are still keeping their kids home from school? Because of zero percent? Uh, I won't do it live on the air, but if you want to go further, I'll look up the number of kids who have drowned in Ohio since the pandemic began. How many kids have died through biking accidents or accidents on uh, uh, the recreation field? You know, in either athletics or the playground or whatever. Uh, Kids that have died from the flu. So anyway, anyway... um, At least some common sense is returning to some of our public schools. Not many, but at least some. Then I want to make you aware very quickly of House Bill 105 down at the State House. House Bill 105 would, uh, it's called Aaron's Law. House Bill 105, it passed the House. By an 86 to 8 vote. But it's about sex education. And here are some very serious problems. And those of you who contact your legislators, and I hope that you do, uh, here are some problems. There are no specified standards to determine what is age appropriate in sex education. There is no provision for parents to opt their children out, even if they disagree with what's being taught. I I am shocked 
that any Republicans voted for this legislation, and most of them did. No provision for parents to opt out their children. Um, There are no requirements or specifications for who can create the curriculum. Um, Much of the curriculum would be determined by CECAS. That is the Sexuality Information and Education Council of the United States. Dangerous, dangerous stuff. Um, Planned Parenthood is heavily represented in the CECAS curriculum. Uh, The vice president and director of education and outreach for advocates for youth as a strategic partner of Planned Parenthood. It's just, it's bad, bad, bad legislation. It's HB 105 called Aaron's Law. And I would suggest you contact your legislator and encourage them to vote against it. Get active. Don't be silent. Don't be silent. All right, quick break. We'll be back. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. Well, continuing with updates, Old Dominion University. Yes, that's where Dr. Alan Walker, it's either Alan or Alin, uh, Dr. Walker is an assistant professor at Old Dominion University and has written a book defending pedophiles. Well, not necessarily defending their actions, but just saying, well, we don't want to offend people by calling them pedophiles. We need to call them uh, adults or uh, what maps, M-A-P, attract... People attracted to minors. What was it? Maps? Uh, It's not men. Anyway, maps. People, uh, adults that are attracted. Oh, minor attracted persons. Pardon me. Maps. Minor attracted persons. Can't call them pedophiles because that that could hurt their feelings. We, We can't hurt their feelings. So anyway, this caused a huge uproar. Uh, Dr. Alan or Alan Walker is a female uh, identifying as a male, transgender. Yesterday, Old Dominion University released a statement that was very weak, very tepid. It was, well, we don't approve of any illegal activity. They didn't say anything about this professor or what he or she was professing. Well, that didn't sit well with a lot of people. And as a result, this morning, Old Dominion University released this statement, quote, Old Dominion University has placed Dr. Alan Walker 
on administrative leave, effective immediately from, and I love this, their position. Because this person is non-binary, they don't want to be called he or she. This individual wants to be called their. So even though they're putting this individual on administrative leave, they are careful to use the preferred pronoun. Okay, let me start over. Old Dominion University has placed Dr. Alan Walker on administrative leave, effective immediately from their position as Assistant Professor of Sociology and Criminal Justice. But then they go on. Quote, Reactions to Dr. Walker's research and book have led to concerns for their... Now, again, you got to understand, when they're talking about their, it's talking about a person and individual. Yeah, I, I know it's confusing. Reactions to Dr. Walker's research and book have led to concerns for their safety and that of the campus. Furthermore, the controversy over Dr. Walker's research has disrupted the campus and community environment and is interfering with the institution's mission of teaching and learning. Not one word of condemnation. Not one word of condemnation for what this associate professor has espoused. Let's be kind to pedophiles. Let's not call them by pedophiles because that will hurt their feelings. So let's call them minor attracted persons. And then they say, he's he, she, is on administrative leave effective immediately. And then they say, well, why? Well, for their, this individual's, safety. Not because she who is pretending to be a he, espouses something outrageous and immoral. No, 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 for safety. Anyway, that is the latest from Old Dominion University, a uh, statement very, very tepid. Speaking of tepid, don't have a whole lot of time to get this in, but the uh, Conference of Catholic Bishops, have finally approved their statement on communion. And it's exactly what I predicted several weeks ago. Yeah. All of this controversy came about with Nancy Pelosi, Joe Biden, loud and proud Catholics supporting abortion, and the whole controversy over whether they should be allowed to take communion. The official position of the Catholic Church is that abortion is a mortal sin. You can be excommunicated by simply supporting abortion because it's considered to be a mortal sin. So several of the Catholic bishops here in America said, why are we giving Joe Biden communion and Nancy Pelosi, these politicians, because they're powerful people. They should not have communion. They are involved in sin. So they decided to issue an official statement. Well, when they began discussing this statement, the Vatican said, now don't be too rough. Remember, we've got to be united. Well, today, today, the uh, U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops passed their lengthy statement. It's the first document of its kind that they have passed in 15 years. 
and they don't even mention abortion. Nope, don't, no, uh -uh. that would be too divisive. They don't even mention abortion. It says, special responsibility of Catholic public figures to shape their own views based on the church's faith and moral law. That's as strong as it gets. The vote was 222 in favor, 8 opposed, and 3 abstaining. It is weak. It is tepid. It's meaningless. Weeks and weeks, months and months, hundreds of hours, maybe thousands of hours of debate and, and dialogue, and they have finally released their statement. In my personal opinion, I am now entering editorial mode worthless. Uh, which is, if, you were, if you're a regular listener, when they began this process way, way back at the beginning of the summer, I said, I hope they release a strong statement, but I don't believe they will. And they didn't. They um, kicked the can down the road. Very disappointing. And I would assume that pro-life Catholics would not only be disappointed— I would think that pro-life Catholics would be outraged, I would think. All right, quick break. We'll be back. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.